This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Hello to you. Happy Good Purab if you were celebrating this week. Now, the Rundip Hudastar Rang Russia Colours of Passion and Akshay Kumar's production, The Shokins, hit UK cinema screens this weekend. Salila Charia has the inside story on Rang Russia and other stories you may not hear anywhere else. Salil, how are you? Oh, brilliant, brilliant. As usual, sharpening my knives. Oh, good, good, good. We love that. We love that. So tell us what's been going on with Rang Russia. Well, the thing is, you know, uh, sadly, the film hasn't done too well at the box office. You know, it's about this story about this big painter. But the, uh, that's not the big story about Rangrasia. Do you know that this film was actually ready six and a half years ago? Wow. wow. And because of the censor board not being the kind of censor board that we have now. See, now we have films like Grand Musti and Aragani MMS 2 that people allow. But even kissing that time wasn't allowed in Indian cinema as far as mainstream cinema is concerned. And the much talked about. Uh, nudity in this film, Ketan Mehta went in and had this fantastic uh, meeting with the censor board where he stood up and he said, when India is ready, I will have Rang Rafia released. And it's taken six and a half years for a ready film. In fact, I've seen 40 minutes of this film in 2009. Finally now for the film to release, uh, just goes to show that, you know, uh, forgotten films and forgotten dreams can actually uh, come true eventually in Bollywood. And how is Rundeep Hooda? Has he improved as an actor? <laughs> well, the thing is, it's it's not fair on him because remember, he did this film about eight years ago. So did you think he was a good actor eight years ago because he hasn't acted anything new? So no, it's a bit different. Uh, he's playing a very eccentric character. Mm. I, but I, I do feel that Rundeep Hooda uh, is somebody that at least tries to do something different. And this is very different from his brooding sort of characters. Uh, but I think he still has a long way to go to get acceptance as far as people like you and me are concerned with brilliant acting, so as to say. Um, now, Salil, also, um, I'm, well, you've got to explain this. What is this whole thing about the original cast of Happy New Year 10 years ago? Well, the thing is, it's actually only one person. Now, uh, you know, in my various detective stories that I was doing the round, you know, I found out a lovely little snippet of Farah Khan speaking fantastic things about how she thought about Happy New Year, uh, you know, 10 years ago. And Shah Rukh Khan was still supposed to do it then. Uh, and Shah Rukh kept saying, you know, we'll do it, we'll do it. And that time there was this drunkard character that was actually supposed to be played by an older gentleman that goes by the name Mr. Amitabh Bachchan. And then, there were that, and, and mind you, that wasn't actually Bhamani Rani's character. That was Nandu Bhire's character that was supposed to be this alcoholic played by Mr. Bachchan, and a younger character was supposed to play Bhaman Irani's uh, role. And eventually, 10 years later, uh, she had to change the script around and Abhishek Bachchan ended up doing his father's role. So I think that's quite unbelievably poetic. Wow. Well, now, you know that we all love your muscles. For, we call you the muscles of Mumbai. We love your muscles. <laughs> What's happened to the other muscle man, Rithik Roshan? Well, you know, he has this 10-pack of his and he's sort of well-built and we all know that he's perfect. But apparently he's going through a metamorphosis to become gigantic for Mohinjadaro. Almost working out three times a day. And like I said, if his secretary ever hears me telling all this, probably come and kill me. <laughs> but he's only eating and working out now that his personal life has got some finality, you know. Yeah. He's dedicated his life to only making sure that he's in the right shape for Mohinjadaro. So that they don't compare him to Jodha Akbar. His only brief in his mind 
has been to his workout people and everyone that I don't want them to think that this is an extension of Jodha Akbar. So it's going to be something really monstrous to look forward to when we do see Mohinjadaro. Well, he's always brilliant on screen. Um, and um, I think every time you know there's a Rithik movie coming, the expectations just get bigger and bigger. Um, let's talk about Lisa Hayden. Um, and of course, Shukin's is the other big release. Have you got some news about her? Yeah, but it's not shocking related. You know, this girl was there. We all remember in Aisha. And then she came and she went. And then, you know, she was always this model around Mumbai. Uh-huh. And then you know how she got Queen. So she meets the director of Queen, and you know she's one of those prospective girls going in for a bit of an audition. And uh, Mr. Bell says, you know, let's see, you know, how crazy you've been and all that. She says, oh, you know, I just went to Ibiza recently, and oh, okay, let me show you some photographs that are there on my phone. And suddenly she starts scanning all the photographs and then moves the phone away from Mr. Bell and shows, I can't show you these because uh, I'm not really wearing anything in any of these photographs. That was it. Ooh. And he was offered this role in Queen. He said, I want a crazy girl, but you're not crazy. You're completely mad. And this role suits you perfectly, which is why he said, it'll not look forced. This is you. And that's how she got a Queen. And that's exactly an extension of, you know, her sexuality in Shaukeen because she's so comfortable with it. She makes nothing look cheap. It just looks so natural on her, which is why she's so beautiful. I think it's called a bit of class. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, Salil, we've got a question for you. Uh, we've had a text message from Sam saying, can you please ask Salil any news on Priti Zinta? Um, when is her film with Sunny Dior coming out? Do they have a film together? Is, are we due a film from Priti? Priti Zinta and Sunny Dior. I mean, these are like forgotten stories, sadly, uh-huh. uh, in the library. Uh, I think Priti's uh, gone completely underground. No news at all from her. Ever since that... Uh, Big, big fracas with her ex, you know, and that that entire case that's actually been going on. One hasn't really seen too much of her after the cricket. In fact, I hear that she's also been completely uh, gone from the social circuit of Mumbai as well, which is rather sad because I think the last time when she came out, the newspaper articles just had questions about what she'd done to her face. So I think, sadly speaking, this is uh, not a great time. And I don't think, uh, you know, uh, Sunny Deol and her film, uh, A, if it's there on the back burner, will come out anytime soon. It'll be pretty much like, uh, there was another New Year film that he and Kangana had done, which nobody saw Light of Day. Uh-huh. This is going to be like one of those ones. I don't think we're going to see Light of Day at this one. But we will be seeing her in a special appearance in Happy Ending with Saif. <laughs> yes, apparently Saif said it's, a, it's a one and a half minutes on screen. So, yeah, it's a really special appearance. <laughs> oh. uh, Salil, thank you very, very much. It's great to catch up with you. Thanks, guys. Take care. The editor of Film Companion, Anupma Chopra, joined us to give her take on the Shokins. Anupma, firstly, um, it's brilliant to have you on the show, of course. And uh, the big release here is Shokin. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about the plot? Well, this is a loose reworking of Basu Chatterjee's 1982 film about three 60-plus friends who are desperately looking for sex. <laughs> so... <laughs> These three guys, one of them never married, one is a widower, one has a wife who's become extremely religious, so um, obviously isn't interested in any kind of relationship, physical relationship. And therefore, these three poor guys decide that they have to do something drastic, and so they go to Mauritius in search of sex, where they meet up with Hana, played by Lisa Hayden, who, um, you know, uh, they kind of, they they, uh, are staying in a house with her. And, of course, Lisa Hayden is just, you know, sexy beyond belief. Mm-hmm. And, of course, of course, they want to, um, they're very interested in her. Turns out Lisa is a big fan of Akshay Kumar. 
Akshay Kumar is shooting in Mauritius. Akshay Kumar plays an alcoholic superstar named Akshay Kumar. Oh, no. so, <laughs> original. <laughs> and and so basically, all three of them start to pursue Akshay, uh, and you know, try and uh, try and get him to meet with Lisa so that they can uh, make uh, you know the Lisa Hayden character uh, happy and hope that she returns his the favor. Now, you know the original Basu Chatterjee, now he had his mark with movies. Does this director live up to that legacy? Uh, you know, I have to tell you, right, I, I don't remember the original very well. I saw it so, so long ago. Uh -huh. But but what this one does is it's a, it's a sort of schizophrenic film because it's mm. actually two movies. One is the story of these three perverts. Frankly, that's what they are. And... <laughs> and <laughs> Then there's the whole Akshay Kumar track, which actually is delightful because Akshay just sends himself up like there's no tomorrow. He he just liberally tears himself apart, and and he's playing this spoiled superstar who can't act and therefore is is trying to make a national award-winning film with a Bengali director. Uh -huh. And you know, there's actually moments where the Bengali director says, you know, he calls him a non-actor. He says, "Sir, Khilari picture karna aata hai." <laughs> Actually, they have been trailing that line quite a lot. And talking about performances, Anu, I mean, uh, is it just Akshay who kind of stands out because of how he's kind of laughing at himself? Or are there other individual performances where, you know, you were, you were pleasantly surprised? Well, I think Lisa is... Um, is yeah, she, she's amazing because she, she's combining a very potent sexuality. I mean, she's mm. a very sexy woman, but with a complete likability. You know, she, it's a very non-threatening sexiness, and she's very charming, and, which is the reason why uh, even the, the sort of really icky scenes with her don't come off as too gross because she's so charming and she's so sort of amiable and she's playing this kind of uh, ditzy woman who just loves Akshay Kumar. So I was surprised um, with how, how much fun it was to watch her. But, you know, the rest of it, uh, frankly, in this day and age, is it really amusing to watch hmm. three old men staring at women? You know, the, the director, um, Abhishek Sharma, he just, he reduces women to body parts. You know, oh, no. you, you, uh, yeah, it's, I, for me, and I'm not a prude, I'm happy to laugh with this, but when you're, uh, for me, it was just so icky that I, I couldn't laugh with it, you yeah. know? But I loved, I loved Akshay Kumar, there's Dimple Kapadia doing a cameo, there's Abhishek Bachchan in a cameo. You know, there are all these little things, and the whole spoof, the stand-up of Bollywood is just sparkling. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned Lisa Hayden now. You know, after Queen, there's been a lot talked about her and a lot of anticipation. Does she live up to that mark? I think so. I think she's, uh, you know, she, she's... Um, it doesn't look like she's trying hard. It's it's a very effortless sort of uh, charm, a very effortless, casual kind of vibe, uh, which she does better than most women uh, on screen. You know, which is what she she did in Queen as well, where she was like this bohemian sort of casual, cool vibe. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe um, that is what she does best. I mm. hope she does other things as well because I really enjoyed watching her on screen. So is she going to be the next Katrina Kef, you know, anglicised, westernised and a hit with the masses? <laughs> I, I wish I could tell the future. Right? I would make a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Anu, let's touch on the music as well. Does the soundtrack, soundtrack uh, complement uh, the movie? 
You know, it does, but honestly, it does, but there's nothing that stands out. I mean, it, it, there's nothing that I went home with. There's no one song that um, played in my head once the film was over, frankly. Um, I think the problem is that, you know, a subject like this really requires a sort of good-natured tone. It requires a very amiable tone to make uh-huh. it palatable. And I don't think he does it. So nothing really kind of stands out, apart from Akshay, who is just... Very funny. Now, I have to ask you this one, right? Nupam Kerr seems to be in every single movie, every single <laughs> release, every single week. He's a busy man. I know. I mean, hello, does he add anything to this or is it just Nupam Kerr as usual? You know, at, some, at one point in the 90s, they used to say in Bollywood that you can't make films without raw stock and Anupam Kerr. Uh-huh. Um, I think we've gone a full circle and gone back to that because you're right. I mean, every Friday, he, I see him at the theatre. Uh, <laughs> is, is he the new Helen of Bollywood? Because <laughs> <laughs> No film's complete without Anupam Kerr. Or Helen in the 70s, 60s and 80s. You know, but he doesn't, frankly, there isn't much for him to bring to. You know, uh, He's a fine actor. He really is a fine actor. As is Anu Kapoor or Piyush Mishra, the other, you know, the other mm. shockings. But the writing is so um, infantile. The situations are so puerile, you know. I mean, it's all about looking at women, commenting on bare midriffs. Oh. I mean, really, how is this funny, you know? Uh, um, so, but then, Anu, like, who is this type of movie going to appeal to? I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I'm scared to ask you about your star rating now. Well, uh, I think Akshay deserves one star for himself, which brings it up to a total of two stars. Two stars. And, you know, like, going back to Akshay, you're raving about his performance. Why has he produced this? Why has Grazing Goat, his film production company, actually produced a movie like this? Is he sending himself up? Look, he's having a great time, and it's really good-natured and sporting of him to um, just, you know, tear himself apart. And, and it's, for me, it really points to how much Bollywood has evolved, you know, to have this A-list superstar laugh at himself uh, in a movie that he's produced. It, it's very, very funny. But why would he pick this subject matter? I don't know. I mean, honestly, um, you know, the, the 1982 film mm. is supposed to be, you know, it's remembered very fondly. Mm. And, and it is supposed to be like, a, a, it's almost like a warm film about not so much sex and wanting sex when you're older, but about sort of making peace with aging and aging gracefully. OK, well, there's words of wisdom for Ranch before you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anupma, thank you for your two-star rating. It's been a pleasure talking to you as well. Talking to you. We'll speak to you next week. Thank you very much indeed. The wonderful Anupma Chopra. Uh, film critic and editor of Film Companion, Anupma Chopra, there giving us her rating on Shokin's. She gave it two stars. Yashraj Films present Kill Dill in cinemas on Friday. Ali Zafar told Pablo all about the movie, the music, and what the cast got up to behind the scenes. Congratulations with yet another Yashraj Camp movie, Kill Dil. What can you tell us about your character in the movie? Well, Pablo, this is the first time that I'm doing such a character, which is of a shooter, uh, an assassin, a killer, me and Ranveer. Uh, we've, we've grown up together and uh, we're like brothers and we were raised by Bhaiyaji, who is played by Govinda. And we were trained to be killers and shooters, and uh, 
so my character is very different from what I've done in the past. Uh, and the reason for me to have chosen this character and role was to challenge myself to do something different and be versatile mm. with the kind of roles that I would take upon myself and also, you know, uh, break away from that chocolate boy comedy kind of an image. Uh, exactly. Uh, I was going to say, it, has this required you to kind of, you know, do the whole physical training? Um, and, you know, because obviously when people know that Ranveer's in a movie, they expect a six pack and a, lot, a big wind machine, all that kind of stuff and a lot of action. Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, uh, of course, because for my last uh, movies, I had toned down, and especially for Chishan Badur, I had lost a lot of muscle weight. I had gone back to the uh, to how much I weighed back in college because I was playing a college kid, uh, and from that till here, I gained about seven kgs of muscle size, um, and uh, trained for about three, four months. I grew my hair grew my beard, got, got into the character, didn't find anything else, just focus on this very film. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I wanted to get into the skin of the character, hence the dialect, uh, you know, the, the accent, if you see in the trailer, how he would speak, he, how he would walk, what his attitude is going to be. It had to be convincing so that entire homework was done do you think do you think i mean uh, you know looking at some of the stills um and getting a feel of the movie do you think there's a kind of sholle feel to this movie where you know there's a jay there's a viru uh, we've got buddy niti who could possibly be the basanti gabbar singh as govinda is is there a certain similarity well the director shadali is a big sholle fan and uh, uh he does admit himself that this is like his homage and his tribute to that era uh, in which Shole was a big film. Uh, having said that, he wanted uh, a completely new take uh, uh, on the on the way that the characters were knitted together, their relationships and all. So hence, this entire plot, the story and everything is completely different from uh, Shole. And because Shole is such a landmark that whenever two friends come together, especially mm. riding a bike and singing, you would obviously go back to Jay and Viro, like me and Ranveer are doing. Yeah. But uh, they're very different, and uh, the way we play the characters and the way the story is, it's very, very different from uh, that. And uh, we try to keep give it a new take, a new spin, keep it fresh. And, uh, yeah, the plot is even different. So, yeah, I mean... You will probably, I would say, you know, you'd see somewhere down the line a Western Shole kind of a, you know, like one of those Westerns, cowboy style yeah. Westerns back in the day. And Shole was also, you know, uh, in, in a way inspired from that. Exactly. Well, that's our benchmark, will, will, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there will be, you will see that in the film somewhere, uh, but in a very contemporary, modern manner. Um, and let's talk a bit about the chemistry between you and um, Ranveer. Um, did you make friends instantly or did you know each other before? Instantly. I, I remember the first time we met in an awards show, uh, we instantly uh, bonded. And from the first day on shoot, when we were doing the still shoot, to the last day and even today, uh, we've become very fast friends. And the relationship was extremely cordial, 
comfortable, comforting. And we used to share a lot of stuff, uh, including girls and all. <laughs> so, I mean, we have a... <laughs> so we, had, we, we really bonded. And I think you can see that chemistry in the film. So we've heard rumors that the cast would sit around the bonfire every night after pack-up and you'd sing with a guitar. Uh, is this what was happening behind the scenes? That is uh, exactly true. You know, Shad is a music lover and so am I. I can't uh, sustain and survive without music and a guitar. So when we'd gone to shoot our first sked in Bulanshir, it was a beautiful location in a Haveli to Bhaiyaji's uh, joint. And uh, the weather was amazing. And I particularly personally start feeling very good when I'm away from the city and, you know, close to nature and wilderness and all. And uh, when you would end the shoot, we were staying in the same Haveli that we were shooting in. So when we would end the shoot every night, we would get together, there'd be a bonfire, there'd be music, old music, new music, and eventually I would be, uh, you know, as the night grew wilder, I would be asked to sing songs. So I yeah. would pick up the guitar and I requested Shah to, you know, that I need a guitar, and he gifted me one. So we would all sit down together, sing songs, and I would, you know, sing those old classics, Eastern, Western, plus new numbers. Yeah. And you would listen to songs from Kildil. So a very memorable time we've had while shooting the film. And with the soundtrack of uh, Kildil, um, why are we not hearing more of you on it? Because, I mean, we usually know when you're in a movie and there's a good yeah. few tracks with Ali Zafar featured on them. Yeah. My, uh, uh, my feature track is going to release... Uh, uh, close to the film, which is Nakhrile, mm. and that is the biggest uh, uh, song in terms of uh, the scale of the shooting, uh, the the production, the scale of production, constructed a huge cowboy set for that song, because my character in the film is mostly laid back. He's not very celebrative, he's not very participative, he's, uh, you know, he's not the one who likes to particularly dance and sing and all of that. So that is the reason. But this is one time in the film that in the situation that he's, you know, he opens up and for the first time really lets go and starts dancing an item number. Oh, I see. You don't see that. Uh Um, And uh, uh, Ali, let's just talk a bit about how you must be feeling at the moment in terms of, I mean, you're one of the most successful Pakistani Bollywood actors of recent time. You received the 2012 um, Dada Balki Academy Award for Best New Male Talent. Uh, Just generally as a human being, how are you feeling in the industry? I feel extremely good being uh, uh, in the industry. Uh, I'm extremely thankful uh, for everyone to have accepted me and showered so much love the way that they have, including the fraternity and the people. Uh, and uh, I would say that, you know, whenever I'm, when I'm working in, in Bollywood, in the Hindi film industry, the way I'm treated, uh, the love and everything, it's unexplainable. And uh, I just, uh, yeah, and that gives me the power and inspiration to do more work. And, you know, you have to understand that uh, you know, I have to spend a lot of time away from my family. Mm. It becomes very hard and, you know, emotional. It could be emotionally nerve-wracking at times, even physically, because you have to travel so much back and forth between India and Pakistan and London and the world and all of that. But it's the love of the people and the fans and, you know, the people who are listening to this right now, all of these people, the way they respond, 
respond to a good performance or a good film or a good song or generally about my work and you know it's just so much in the in the buttons that keeps me going well ali we look forward um one to watching kill dill and um seeing a lot of more of you on the big screen thank you very much for talking to us thank you my friend all the best tune in to next week's show to hear from bariniti chopra We'll be back with more Bollywood glitz and glamour next Saturday on the biggest Bollywood show, 10 a.m. on the BBC Asian Network. Catch you guys then. Bye. Thank you for downloading from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website.